And now, on This Week in History with Paul Waits. Hello, I'm Paul Waits, and this is On This Week in History. And welcome back to the second hour of my Saturday breakfast show. And I have my favourite chums with me today, the two wizards, fresh from the Forest of Glebe. <laughs> in Lion's House, there is a portal to the Forest of Glebe, which is very good because it saves Callum from driving from Mr. Gersey. Mm-hmm. Drew, on the other hand, only has to come about 600 yards anyway. <laughs> I, flo- I float here. And your wizard coat. Of course you do. Out the yep. top window. Anyway, um, I'm, li- I'm a little bit sulky, uh, Drew, because um, the first uh, song we had back was Scar Tissue, which is one of my favourite oh, beast songs of all time. But anyway, so on this week in history, and we have a load of facts for you today. So um, it's funny, you get some weeks where nothing happens, and mm-hmm. this week I could have done... I could have gone for... I mean, it's only three days. This is only three days. Cool. This is this is Saturday, Friday, and Thursday on This Week in History. Wow, wow. And I had so many. You can see I've already got some like 27 facts, so I'm going to have to really get on with it. 624. Uh, Mohammed, as in Mohammed uh, that founded Islam. Right. So this is quite interesting, this. So um, it's, it's actually, you know, in the face of it, quite a new religion. So you, any idea when you think it came around, when the, when the first... Muhammad himself, so in 624, right. 624 AD, Muhammad's forces won a spectacular victory over the Meccan army. Mm-hmm. I, this is Mecca, Meccan, mm. yeah? Yeah. So, um, yeah, so obviously Islam was founded by a person, a real person. Mm. So he's a prophet, a real, yep. you know, sort of like Jesus. So they, I think I think that the, 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 the um, Muslims think that Jesus is a prophet as well. I mean, they do, yeah, but a less important one, yeah. Uh, 1609 Bermuda becomes a British colony mm-hmm. very interesting that used to be a player used to play for West Ham called Clyde Best who mm. came from Bermuda mm. and of course one of the reasons I like Bermuda apart from it being beautiful is um, there's a big rugby tournament there mm. the, 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 all the old rugby players are called the rugby classics so there's all right. um, so that's quite exciting uh, 1781 William Herschel uh, he discovered U- Uranus. <laughs> <laughs> he discovered Uranus. I, I wondered what I was. Like. I thought about saying it, but uh, and actually, Uranus is my governing planet in uh, my in my for my star sign of well, Aquarius. Yep. So um, fits with our level <coughs> of humour. Sorry, right? listen, I have to cough. That was a non-COVID cough because mm-hmm. I was vaccinated at three p.m. at North Pendleton Rugby Club uh, two Fridays ago, two Wednesdays ago, mm. two two and a half weeks ago now. That's good. Um, when Herschel first saw Uranus, he didn't realise it was a planet. He actually thought it was a comet. Do you know that? Um, yeah, I have heard that, yeah. Yeah, interesting. So, um, where are we next? Uh, 1852. Uh, the, the Uncle Sam cartoon figure makes its debut. Uncle ah, Sam. Right. You know, the Uncle Sam one with the big hat and yep, all that. Yep. You know, <laughs> Grey chops and... American you know, icon. That's interesting. Perhaps we've all got COVID in the studio. Mm, are, are, you not, are you not allowed to say that? Is that something we're not allowed to say? I haven't coughed yet. Well, so far, I say. Oh, that's good, then. <laughs> Uh, 1865, Jefferson Davis. Do you know who he was? Oh, God, yes, I do, but I don't. Great name, don't you think? Jefferson Davis. Do you wish? I, I wish I was called Jefferson. Jefferson. Because uh, Callum and, and Sam call me Jeff sometimes. Yeah, like Jeff. Jeff, especially Jeff. Sam. Yeah. Jefferson Davis was the was the uh, president of the Confederate States. Ah, right, that's it, that's it. Uh, and he signed a bill authorising uh, that slaves could become soldiers. Oh, right. So they press ganged all these slaves to fight for the Confederates. Right. There's a certain irony in that, isn't there? Oh, but, uh, um, 1867, the last French troops left Mexico. All right. So interesting this, you might think that Mexico would be ruled by the Spanish, mm-hmm. but actually the last rulers were the French. So. Oh, really? And they they yeah. don't speak French for much in Mexico, no, no, do they? they speak Spanish. Well, they speak Spanish, exactly, but, you know, say, say in Canada, um, you, you have, like, French-Canadian. <laughs> yeah, there, definitely, okay. in Quebec. And, mm. Yeah, so there we are, 1868, the Senate begins 
uh, the impeachment trial of President Andrew Jackson. So I think he was the first president in US history to be impeached. And of course, President Trump has been impeached twice mm. and both times got away with it. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, anyway, who cares about Americans' impeachment? They're just all full of rubbish anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, like American football. <sighs> What's the point? Yeah. You know, go and go and follow proper sport. Kick yeah. it rather you know, than throw it. Sport <laughs> played by men that don't have to dress up like big ponces uh, with big rests in between everything. That's right. Uh, just an excuse to eat 10 gallons of popcorn and drink yourself stupid on on <laughs> play rugby. And, yeah, exactly. Root beer. Uh, an interesting one 1869 Ar- Arkansas I-, I like to call it Arkansas Arkansas <laughs> yeah yeah Arkansas as it's spelt uh, passes anti-Klu Klux Klan laws that's nice of them yeah so I'm really impressed with myself it is exactly five minutes uh, and I have actually done all of the, of the ones so that's good on this week in history don't you think I look really cuddly and handsome today my new my new hairstyle like a cuddly koala bye Wizard Meep. Wizard Meep hair salon. Yeah. Did you get your wand out and give it a Anyway, we haven't got time for this. We've got, we've got so many things to do. So, in 1881, Alexander II of Russia was assassinated in St. Petersburg, and he was blown up. Was he? Yeah, that's quite amazing, isn't it? I didn't know that. So, of course, it then took, what, 36 years for Tsar Nicholas II to be also uh, slaughtered with his family. One of the most disgraceful things of all time but it gets, mm. me, it gets me upset so we'll stop um one of my favorite films of all time one of my favorite historical things in 1884 the siege of khartoum started it lasted 10 months so the mad mardi who had a horde of uh, obviously uh, muslim north african troops um and uh, khartoum was held by general gordon with quite a small number of british troops but obviously with uh, the locals um there and they held out for 10 months uh, and it's really quite a disgrace because um, Gordon was a bit outspoken and so um, Parliament was sort of a bit reluctant to uh, to save him. Um, so um, Lord Kitchener uh, actually relieved uh, uh, Gordon in the end, but not before he got killed. Seven days after Gordon was murdered, after the, the Mahdi finally managed to break into Khartoum, uh, the British came in and basically kicked their asses and we ended up taking over again. But Gave them a thoroughly so Gordon, good General thrash. Gordon, statue forever, uh, played by Charlton Heston rather brilliantly. If you haven't seen the film, I've seen it about 100 times, and I'm not joking, So because um, we all know I'm a bit weird. So uh, quite an interesting fact from my point of view. Uh, in 1894, G.L. Johnson, who interestingly was a Brit, because he wouldn't, he wouldn't imagine this, he invented mm. the first horse racing gate, mm. um, starting stalls, you know? Mm. So, um, and of course, when I, when I actually started watching horse racing, both um, on the flat, so of course I don't use starting gates in, in National Hunt anyway, if you didn't know that. Mm. So it's only in the flat. But, so when I, when I started, um, like the derby was started like, like normal, you know, just from, just, you know, with no, no stalls. Mm. So there's only been, I think, since about 1970-something. But obviously in America, they, they, um, they've they been doing it for a very long time. But it was actually a Brit that invented the starting stools. Uh, another quite interesting one, considering modern culture. In the same year, 1894, Coca-Cola was sold in bottles for the first time. All right. So, um, yeah, so it's, you know, it's sort of modern, modern culture, I suppose you'd call that. Uh, 1900, the British troops occupied Bloemfontein, uh, which is the capital of the Orange Free State. So effectively... Uh, the centre of the Boer world. Mm. Um, so obviously we've been, this is the second Boer War now, we're fighting the Boers for, we covered them a bit recently, I think we've done about four weeks of British Boer sort of fighting. 
Um, great respect to you, uh, South Africans. Uh, met really good rugby players, very strong men. Uh, and I actually have quite a lot of friends who are South African now, so fair play, respect and all that. Uh, same year, 1900, the French working day was limited to 11 hours. Hmm. So it's quite progressive, really, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, 11 hours is still a lot of hours, isn't it? Yeah, you know, yeah. Better like, than, you know, starting work, you listening, Drew? Yes. You starting work at 8 o'clock and finishing at 7, please. Half on yeah. Sundays. It's good enough for the French, it's good enough for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what rights do monkeys have anyway? None, <laughs> none in my world, that's what I say. Uh, <laughs> Poor monkeys. 1918. Um, so who who got a nice pick that made his ears burn? Ah. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Trotsky. Trotsky. <laughs> Trotsky. <that. laughs> so in 1918, Leon Trotsky gained control of the Red Army. Right. Uh, so I was always a great uh, uh, student of, of the Russian Revolution. So I was a great fan of the Mensheviks, who were much less extreme uh, under the uh, control of Kerensky, who originally became the government after Nicholas. Uh, and unfortunately, the more extreme faction, the uh, Bolsheviks, uh, ended up winning. 1921 country that i love for some reason mongolia which was formerly known as outer mongolia mm -hmm. um declared independence from china okay. so we have this vast country vast uh, only three million people live in mongolia do you know that Whoa. only three million yeah mongolia is like i don't know Huge. eight times bigger than great britain i should think you know, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing now i don't know wow. for certain. uh 1923 so the last bunch to get through nine here uh lee de forest demonstrates um his sound moving film pictures for the first time so um obviously without mr lee deforest you think he'd be a household name wouldn't you you would yeah you know so i'm gonna try and get one done here uh 1925 uh you <laughs> can't believe this tennessee made it unlawful for evolution to be taught uh, and it's very interesting this for those of you who know um have you heard of, a, of, of an author called harper lee wrote a very yeah. famous book called to kill a mockingbird yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very very um good film i think gregory peck plays the lawyer so To Kill a Mockingbird, uh, which is a Hollywood film, I think it won an Oscar, um, is all about this. It's all about the fact that this teacher carried on teaching evolution. So it's just amazing. Less than 100 years ago, um, uh, Tennessee actually stopped, you know, teaching what is nothing other than the fact. Mm. So have you enjoyed that? Bringing you the news of old on This Week in History with Paul Waite. Welcome back. And for those of you who are watching uh, just the podcast of On This Week in History, mm -hmm. of course, don't welcome back at all because I've just <laughs> been talking continuously for 10 minutes. Ah, it's so wonderful living in this crazy media world, Drew. So, <laughs> so many variations. We do so much media now, Drew, don't we? We do. We love and, a bit and, of media. And Drew and I are getting into documentaries now. Mm, We've done some really good stuff. Mm. Uh, so we're, we're going to film a documentary on the legendary George Farwell. Uh, called The Man of the Forest. So that's coming up very soon. And that won't and be the Forest of Glebe, that'll be the Forest of Dean. <laughs> not, no, the Forest of Dean's in Gloucester. You oh. <laughs> uh, and then um, we're going to do a feature on John Joe Neill, my great friend, who uh, is, train is trained, training uh, the current favourite for the Grand National. Cloth cap, 6-1 to mm. favourite. Uh, very strong favourite. Won very easily last Saturday mm. at Doncaster. Um, nice. Ridden by Tom Scudamore. Uh, owned by Trevor Hemmings, just to show... I'm showing off now, aren't I? Mm -hmm. uh, want to know what colours are as well? Quarters, green and yellow and white. Yeah. Wow, there we go. Yeah, so there are. What, what don't I know about horse racing? Mm -hmm. So, 1933, Goebbels becomes the Minister of Information and Propaganda in the Nazi government. Uh, so, you know, spreading, spreading discord and rubbish across Europe. 1935, interesting. Driving tests were introduced in the UK for the first time. 
What, what year, sorry? 1935. Okay. Before that, you could just do what you wanted. Just do what you do, yeah. <laughs> um, next, uh, something that's uh, quite important to me, but won't mean anything to these boys. Uh, in 1936, a horse called Golden Miller uh, won uh, his fifth consecutive Gold Cup. Uh, Gold, Golden Miller was owned by a very eccentric lady called Dorothy Paget, who was very wealthy, um, and uh, literally she used, to, she, used to wake, she used to be awake in the night and go to sleep in the day mm. um so she was a real crazy recluse but she loved horse racing so she owned um some of the greatest horses of all time around there golden miller uh, won the grand national in 1932 or 31 can't remember um and his favorite having just won that so at that time he was the only horse um in history to have won the gold cup and the grand national um it's funny this is quite often what happens with horses um especially the really good ones some horses so he, he basically won the grand national and then basically decided he didn't like that anymore all right um so um grand national is obviously a very daunting yeah circuit especially in those days uh, the fences were a foot bigger obviously harsher mm. you know didn't have such so anyway it's so a golden miller um probably one of the best five horses of all time i would say um 1938 very interesting this as well documented in the sound of music austria is annexed into into nazi germany do you remember mm. what that was called the anschluss all oh, right okay i didn't know uh, that. so that was what um the sound of music is largely about mm. the anschluss of course baron von trapp refuses to take his commission yep. in the german navy uh, and chooses to flee across the alps with his family much more fun <sighs> frolic across the alps good old baron von trapp oh i love you man uh, 1940, Finland and Russia agree a ceasefire. Um, it meant that I think I think that Finland lost uh, an area which I think is called Karelia. Mm. Um, so I'm not certain of this. So I'm just just this is just mm. launched the back of my mind. I think they had to give away uh, Karelia, which was about 11 percent of their land mass. Okay. Uh, to the Russians to basically stop the Russians slaughtering them. 1943, the Nazis. A terrible story. This. 1943, the Nazis liquidated the Krakow ghetto. Uh, interesting, one of the great films of all time. If you haven't seen it, you really must do it to yourselves to watch it at least once. Schindler's List. Mm. Um, probably one of the greatest pieces of cinematography of all time. Ooh. I don't know if you're familiar uh, of the scene where you have um, uh, a Jewish, group of Jewish people in black and white and then uh, everyone's in black and white apart from this little girl and she's mm. dressed in red. Mm. Do you know that you, know, mm, yeah. you watched it? Uh, and uh, the thing that always gets me is uh, the character played by Joseph Fiennes, where he just shoots people randomly from his room, you know, with his with his, with his mm. rifle. Was just uh... anyway, Oscar Schindler. Fair play to him. He saved his workers by keeping them in the factory. He knew this was happening, so he basically all his workers didn't get shot, didn't killed in this mm. liquidation process. So whatever you think of Oscar Schindler, I mean, he did make a lot of money out of this, but he also. Uh, he is, of course, um, revered in Israel, and he is, I can't remember what the, the, the thing is, you know, where the person put the stones down for him and all this, you know, he's, mm. you know, one of the chosen few. Um, rather appropriately, in 1951, Israel demanded 6.2 million Deutschmarks as compensation for German, from Germany for, um, for all the trouble they created in the war. And I think to this day, it's one of the things that causes a lot of bitterness, not just in Israel and with Jews, but with Greeks, for instance, Greeks. Mm. The Greeks hold massive uh, grudge and enmity towards the Germans for uh, the massive damage that was done. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why uh, the Germans are so unpopular in the EU. I, I went you know? to Crete last year and I can testify to that. Yeah. Um, again, relevantly about Greece, 1964, Turkey threatened Cyprus with an armed attack. 
so again we've talked about this before so we are very fortunate to have uh many hundreds of cypriot refugees come to somerset mm-hmm. uh, and they've made a massive contribution to our economy I some say. great restaurants massive. In town. we're very very fortunate uh, and, and to be fair maybe the best restaurant in in bridgewater is now owned by a turk mm-hmm. um and i have to say young man you know, your food is fantastic and one of the other one best ones the tudor owned by a greek cypriot 1979, the European Monetary System was established. The ECU was created. And this is obviously where, to some extent, uh, the EU became a failed project. So before that, it was effectively, uh, the whole idea was was countries working to mutual benefit to, to have better trading, etc. And then we started this whole process of federalism, I suppose you'd call it. Um, and finally, in 2003, footprints of a 350,000-year-old hominid oh, yeah. were found in Italy. Mm. So there we are. Taken a long time to do that, but I did get through a massive. I'm very pleased with myself for getting rid through 28 facts, whatever it's today. It's the most I've ever done. Aspen Weight Radio Podcasts. Educate, entertain, enjoy.